This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast, where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Welcome, welcome back to happy class. This week is week 21. Wild. I'm over 50% of the way through this intensive program. And I think someone said last week that we are about 65, 70% of the way through classes. After our final weekend of classes, which is in April, the next time I see my classmates will be for graduation in May. It's an early graduation because we're not technically finished until August. All of that is coming very quickly, though. It's exciting and a little nerve-wracking. I keep feeling like I'm learning so much, and at the same time, if it's over in six months, what did I even learn? I think, like everything, it's going to be years of settling in to new understanding. And I did note this week that my basic skills of academic writing, literature and research reviews, and synthesizing different like empirical studies that have a lot of jargon and numbers and statistical data feels more natural to me than it did six months ago. So that's a huge win. I feel like I am definitely learning and progressing on par with what might be expected in in this program. I have three things I wanted to share today. The first is how fun it's been to be in this Humanities of Human Flourishing class. For one of our assignments, we were invited to create a positive work of art, and I decided I wanted to sew my daughter an Easter dress. This week, Plum and I sat down together and created the design as like a general outline, 
And then I went to the fabric store and found some different colors of fabric that would be appropriate for the design that we had settled on. I brought them home and we spent some time looking at them, looking at them against her skin tone, looking at them against the trims that we were using. And she chose the one fabric for the top. The bodice is going to be this really pretty chartreuse. And then the skirt is going to be a periwinkle blue. And that both really highlights the cool Parisian trim ribbon that we're using and also looks great with her coloring. You know, she's a redhead, so it's really fun to have things that kind of set off her dark auburn hair and dark eyes. My next step was taking that information and translating it into a fashion drawing. I wanted to use like some of my skills that I had used previously in my alternative life as a custom seamstress. I I ran a custom sewing shop for about 10 years and would often provide my clients with these fashion illustrations of the design that I had come up with for whatever we were making. And it was really fun to do this again, to kind of feel like I was digging in my treasure chest of, of hidden skills and talents that I haven't used in a while and exercised in a while, pull out some basic sketching skills. And then I went ahead and got out the watercolors that made it extra special rather than I actually did a first draft with marker and just laughed it looked so cartoonish and I wanted it to have a little bit more of an elevated look and so I pulled out the watercolor and spent an hour just watercoloring and matching the colors you know mixing colors so that I was matching the fabrics just right and then watercoloring in this this cute little fashion drawing of plum. I finished the drawing and added some swatches, fabric and trim swatches to the side. And I feel like if I don't have time to make the dress before this assignment is due later this week, then I can turn in a photograph of the fashion drawing and the design, that the design itself and this watercolor would function just fine as my piece of positive artwork. I am really hankering to make a dress, though. It's such a weird feeling after a couple years of putting my sewing away. For one reason or another, COVID probably having something to do with it, lots of other sort of life situations up and down happening, and getting busy with other things. I just haven't sewn a lot lately, where for years and years of my life, I was sewing something every single day. It feels in a good way like getting back on a bicycle and my fingers are a little itchy to get that fabric underneath my machine and to actually bring to life this beautiful thing that I've designed in partnership with Plum. All of the energy that I feel around creating this work of art is a good, very visceral reminder to me of some of the research that we're digging up regarding art as well. How easily art can speak to us, how we learn about ourselves and learn about others and generate positive emotions and reduce our stress and anxiety, and how it has felt so natural to me for my whole life to make stuff because it felt good. In addition, I had a paper due this week for this class where I wrote about the impact of creating art on moms in particular. And I found some research around adult women And the stress and anxiety that moms especially are experiencing as a result of the pandemic and how creating art, spending time even in something as simple as coloring, can help reduce stress and anxiety and increase positive emotion and give you a positive mood boost. 
as I was writing this paper, it's like you give a mouse a cookie and this assignment has felt like the cookie that has led me to the paper, that led me to the research, that led me to the idea and maybe even more of a memory than a new idea that something that I've dreamed of is gathering people together regularly to create things. I've done it sporadically for about a decade. I've hosted in-person workshops, craft and art workshops all over the country from textile art and design to sewing to leatherworking, block printing, all different kinds of dyeing, most recently indigo dyeing that I've done for the last five or six years pretty regularly. And then again with the pandemic, the P word, all of that needed to be set down because in-person gatherings were simply impossible. During the pandemic, I turned a couple of my art workshops into online videos. So I turned my in-person indigo dyeing workshop into a multi-module virtual class that I had hundreds of students over the course of the pandemic, and it was so fun. I've since retired that since we can get back together in person again. And I also did a whole series of craft and DIY videos for Joanne Fabrics during the pandemic, which was a great way to kind of keep my hands in the artistic realm and the, the craft and creativity realm without being able to be in person with people. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now I'm going to bring this back around to the other day sitting at my desk and thinking, I love bringing women together to create things. And I've wanted to do this for a long time. And maybe now feels like the nudge that I need in like a beautiful dovetail with understanding the research that I always felt innately. Maybe I'm ready to, to build a regular craft club here in Richmond. And I've spent the last couple of days thinking about that and uh laying some foundations for that to become a reality. And it makes me really excited to marry something that feels innate and natural and part of who I am inherently and one of my greatest natural strengths, which is creativity, and be able to marry that with all of the data about creativity and creating art and the well-being that it enhances and do that here in the city where I live. I'll share more about that as it progresses. We'll see where it goes. The next thing that I wanted to share was about an in-person gathering that I was able to attend this week as a result of being a student. One of the women in my class is pregnant right now with her second baby, and she's due in five weeks. Her plan is to have the baby and continue doing her assignments because everything's virtual, stay on track and graduate and, and just continue on like normal. One of our other generous and sweet and thoughtful students who lives nearby 
planned a baby shower, an in-person baby shower with a Zoom optional element as well. And so it's actually a little bit of a phenomenon that here where I live, within two hours of where I live, there's about six current students in my program out of 53. That's a very high percentage for this this particular region. And so I drove up to Manassas, Virginia, which is about an hour and a half, two hours away, and spent a few hours with a couple students in person for a baby shower. And while I was there, we had people Zoom in, other classmates Zoom in from around the world, and just had this really wonderful in-person connection and virtual connection that was with classmates but outside of a class setting entirely. We weren't on a call to discuss readings. We weren't talking about homework. We weren't doing a group project. We were simply gathering as humans who happened to be MAP students to celebrate Val and her new baby. And it felt so good. It was a really connective experience. I, in part, and I think I've mentioned this several times, in part, I wanted to become part of the MAP community. I wanted to study and get the understanding and earn the degree. And I also wanted to become part of this network of people who have similar values and ideas and see the world similarly and and would also pursue this type of a degree because of the way that it, it that positive psychology shows up for them in their own lives as well. I've met such incredible people and look forward to long friendships and relationships with students even after this final 50% of the program is complete. As far as a little bit of research that I wanted to share, I mentioned it earlier in the episode, but I found a really great article about adult coloring that I thought was so interesting. They had two different experimental groups. One of them was assigned to color and they could have their free pick of colors. Another one was sort of like a color by number where they were given a coloring sheet and also directed which colors to use where. And then in the control group, no one colored at all. The results of the study were that both groups, the coloring directed group and the coloring with freedom over their colors, both experienced lower stress and anxiety, lower negative feelings and higher positive feelings after the time they spent coloring. There was a difference in the magnitude of those changes and the freedom coloring group experienced even lower stress and anxiety and even higher boost of mood. So it's interesting to think about how the coloring page itself has a drawing on it. So the person who's coloring doesn't have to come up with an idea of what to draw or exhibit any type of skill in the drawing itself. So that takes away some of the pressure of the art moment. However, People who had the freedom to be able to choose what colors and and how they wanted to color experienced even greater well-being as a result of the activity than people who were directed on what to do when. What you can take practically from this is that coloring in general can benefit you as just a well-being tool and to give yourself the space to kind of color how and when you'd like to may increase your ability to feel a little bit better about your life as a result. Another thing that I recognized as I was doing this research in this paper was that coloring is such an accessible activity, especially for moms. Coloring starts, I don't know, in the one, one to two-year-old range, and then kids 
generally continue to color maybe for their whole lives. My kids are 13 and 11 and 9, and they still like to color all the time. We have coloring books. We have coloring sheets. We have markers, crayons, watercolors, colored pencils. Coloring books and crayons are super accessible, really inexpensive, and don't require the sort of learning curve that you might have learning to watercolor or do acrylic painting or some other form of art. Sometimes I think we hold ourselves back from doing things that we know are good for us because they seem too easy or too simple. And coloring might be one of those things. I want to invite you to do something creative this week, as simple as coloring on a coloring page, or as detailed as creating an original watercolor work of art. Whatever you choose, Allow yourself to really be in the moment, really find the flow and be present and enjoy the process and pay attention to how it helps you feel. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. <laughs> 